0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Echoes in the Dark. I'm your host, Bloodborne, and in this show, we're going to be talking a lot about MMOs. Most notably, Lord of the Rings Online, Star Wars The Old Republic, World of Warcraft, and Ashes of Creation. Be sure to follow me over on Twitter, at Bloodborne, and on Twitch, at twitch.tv slash Bloodborne. All right, everybody, let's get this show going. Um... This this idea to do this show really is kind of a culmination of me working on YouTube videos and broadcasting on Twitch, and something that happens um, every so often on the Twitch stream is that I'll go into sort of a rant, uh, whether it be good or bad. Um, usually, what happens is someone will will throw out a topic into the chat and it gets me into a spot where I want to talk about it. So I'll push the keyboard in and uh, just kind of go with it. And people seem to enjoy that for for whatever reason. And so in this, we're kind of going to be bouncing around a lot. You know, I might be talking about one topic and then, you know, something will come to mind and I might, you know, diverge to that. But uh the idea is that we're going to be talking about a lot of mmos and and realistically it's going to come down to just a handful of them um definitely lord of the rings online which uh, if you guys are familiar with me you know that is my my main game um i've been playing it for 11 years now and uh secondly would be world of warcraft which i would definitely say is my second game um You know, if there's downtime in Lord of the Rings, that's the one I will pop back over to. And obviously with Battle for Azeroth that just came out last week, um, I'm spending a lot of time in there right now because I I don't want to get behind in it again. That's probably about the worst feeling in the world as far as gaming goes is being an MMO player and being behind in content because you never really truly feel like you're caught up then because you're catching up to a point where people are starting new stuff, and then you have to start that. So um, I'm definitely uh, playing that a little bit more than Lord of the Rings Online right now. As a matter of fact, I haven't really played Lotro in a couple weeks, just been focusing primarily on Battle for Azeroth and World of Warcraft. Uh, And lastly, uh, the other game that we're going to be kind of talking about, but not a whole lot, because there's just not you know, tons of information out, it's going to be Ashes of Creation. Uh, This is the first game in a long time that's actually had my attention, um, that's been in development. Honestly, a lot of MMOs that come out, I just get burned on, you know, we've had things like Terra, um, had things like, you know, even as far back as Age of Conan in 2008, I just felt like I got burned on it, you know, like, there's a, there's a lot of hype around these games, and they just really failed to deliver, in my opinion. And while they may have had comebacks um, later in their in their tenure as a as an MMO, um, I feel like if you you miss at the beginning, you, you're just gonna miss for the career. And while that may not be true for every game, I feel like a lot of them that's gonna be the case. Um, so let's get started a little bit with, uh, the Lord of the Rings online. Again, I've been playing that game for, um, about 11 years now. Uh, I didn't get started in the game right when it initially came out. So that was something that I was a few months behind. I think it came out in April and I started in November. Um, now a couple of things with, with Lotro is that it's actually my first MMO. Uh, it was my first kind of injection into this genre of gaming. And I really had no idea what I, to expect. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I, to me, it just felt like an RPG at first until I really, truly figured out the, the element of playing with other people. And that really kind of unlocked this whole different thing for me. Uh, the social side of it, you know, the teamwork side of things. Uh, the co-op side of things, and and that really made the experience that much better for me. Um, when I started, and a, a player comes up to me and says, "Hey, why are you doing this?" and I literally just i I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing that. I I didn't know any better, honestly. So, you know, walking around in Bree and I have some players walked up to me and hand me a couple weapons and, thing, and gear and they said, turn this thing on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this just completely changed everything as far as this experience right now. Not only did people, were they kind enough to just give me stuff, but also help me course correct and, and figure out how to play what I was playing. Um, I actually started with the champion back in two thousand seven, and uh, that is still to this day my main character. It's what I spend the most time on, and um, I don't know. I just i have always liked the up in your face, you know, Shang Shing as it were. And so, where is is Lotro today? So right now on the beta servers, um, whether it's up or down at the moment. Uh, is update 23 and update 23 is going to be focused around the gray mountains um, and hopefully getting over into places like gundabad and the backside of angmar up at the north end very very north end of the misty mountains and there's a i have a couple feelings about this and i know it's weird to say that you have feelings about a game but realistically um you know i have thoughts and opinions about it it's really cool that we're going to this place. We're going to the Grey Mountains. Uh you're going to get to see a lot of cool stuff and I don't want to spoil things, but you know, uh there's a lot of dwarven culture up there and I'm a fan of dwarven culture just because honestly, they're arrogant, they're opinionated, they're cocky and they're just badass warriors. So I dig that. When it comes down to it though, um I think as far as this game goes right now, there's a lot of things that I'm seeing come out that I don't like. And that's really hard for me to say because I've been a fan of this game for more than a decade. The stuff that I don't like right now uh is something that's echoed across the gaming community right now and that's loot boxes. You know, um some games do it in a way where it's just cosmetic stuff and potions and Little stuff. And honestly, that's how Lord of the Rings started with there. So it was no big deal. When Mordor came out, that's when we started to get into the problems. That's when we started to get into a situation where... Wait, I can get not absolutely best-in-slot gear, but I can get damn close to it. To where you're competitive enough at that the slight differences between that piece of gear you got out of the loot box and the piece that you're going to get out of a tier two challenge raid are just not different enough. And so people start buying keys and loot boxes and then they just buy the gear. And if it doesn't drop the right gear, then they just disenchant it into the now renamed once again, uh, modes of enchantment. And then they just buy the gear that they want. So this obviously poses a problem for a lot of people is how do you strike a balance between um, earning what you are wearing and using and buying it? You know, there's obviously some people that have uh, struggled with RNG and how do you get RNG to a point where it's, it works correctly enough, enough of the time that people feel satisfied by it. But then how do you get to a point where you don't just have to barter for every piece of gear? And I think a good example of that is Destiny 2. Everything was just bartered for. There was We really lost the rarity of uh, items. And um, I think that's what a lot of people like about MMOs, I would think, is the chase of chasing after that piece of gear. Um, and I think there's another whole side of the loot situation of a personal loot and you know if we if we take this back to 2007 2008 when when uh players in lord of the rings online were running the rift in heligrod you got a piece of gear that dropped or you got a a barter item for it but you still had to go do the content to get it and in some cases, what like there were bind on equip pieces that would come out of Heligrod, and and you could sell those on the auction hall, and that caused some different problems. But you know, a lot of people thought that that was the, the best kind of scenario, especially for a raiding guild. If you were running any type of, of DKP, then you know you you worked collaborative collaboratively as a group to beat this dungeon and then the people who put in the most time were typically rewarded with getting the gear first and you know there were different variations of that i don't i you know what i haven't seen a group using dkp in a while so i don't even know if that's still used you know i'm sure there's a couple places out there that do but i i think that's just a big problem and i have been very critical of of Standing Stone games um, and Turbine and Warner Brothers over the time of this game. I always want to make it perfectly clear that it comes from a place of passion. I do enjoy this environment. I do enjoy this genre. The game as a whole, I think, is good. I think the problems that come up with it are the lack of solid group content. You know, the last... Let's take a look at Mordor, for example court of saragost people run it at 105 tier one and tier two because they can farm the crap out of it on all their characters and get starlet crystals crystals of a remembrance scrolls of empowerment and items to ash that ash has the same value as ones that they get at 115 that doesn't make sense the other part of that is that dungeons of naraband has never been fixed and the approach of that team has been well would you rather us spend time on making new stuff or, or spending time and going back and working on stuff i want stuff that works and i was very open about this i i put this out there on twitter and in a stream and everything and i said i would rather you stop production of new stuff and spend an entire year of production working and polishing and fixing. And that got a lot of positive feedback. I didn't really see any negative feedback on that statement, except from the company. Um, and like, I get it. There's some things that you just can't say, Oh, let's just put everybody on this segment. Let's just put everybody on, you know, you're not going to take your network guys and you're going to put them in the art department. That's not going to work. And vice versa. You're not going to take your art guys and put them in, in your offsite server area, and tell them to work on things like netcode and and whatnot. Ain't gonna happen. And it's not going to be good if they did. So realistically, there's things that would stay in production. And, but realistically, there's so much that could be fixed and polished to make that game, just. A step above everything else and you know having things like an instance finder that is cross realm uh i don't know is it is it technically possible or is it not or is it a fact of the matter of just not wanting to do it anymore i don't know not incentivizing the instance finder you know uh the comment has been made by that team that they don't want the world to feel small Uh, I have a big problem with that I, I think if you're gonna say that you don't want the world to feel small you don't have an instance finder period you make people run to it like you did in the old days you make people have to go down there and summon people or you know you don't just open up a little tab and teleport to a dungeon that is on the other side of the map that makes the world feel small and as far as communities go, what I've heard the comment of, well, you know, the the group of players on Arkenstone is different than the people on, um, you know, Brandywine versus Crick Hollow. You know, yes and no. I think they're the same in that they just want to log in and do shit and not have their time wasted. And on the flip side, they are different because... You know the time frames are different they might be more heavily focused on pvp or festivals or um, questing or exploration or even the music stuff uh, or even rp but the population in that game i think is not large enough to support having so many individual communities not being able to intersect with each other across all the possible realms you know we have 10 and 10 um is it 10 and 10 or is it 5 and 5? Now I can't remember. But regardless, you know, slim it down. Just make it accessible. And I know people argue with that too. That's fine. Everybody argues with everything. It's the world we live in. That's why why there's so many opinions out there. But I think that is one of the big problems. Is the loot box gear. People just buying it. Uh, Number two is just how... Little group content there is. I think about this all the time. We, if you think back to the minds of Moria expansion, there's a reason why that won the best. You know, I don't know if people remember this. That won best MMO expansion over Wrath of the Lich King that year. A lot of people don't remember that. minds of Moria was fantastic. Now, whether you liked actually being down in the mines or not, that was a different story. But the expansion based on content, systems, um, community, you name it, crafting, PvP, it was all active and it was all good. You know, when you log in and you had uh, mid-level dungeons for when you were leveling. So you had stuff like for uh, Forgotten Treasury and the school and library at Tham Meerdine, you had those things that you didn't have to be level cap to run those and then on the flip side, when you got to level cap, what did you have? you had the grand stairs you had uh, the sixteenth hall, you had dark delving, you had the forges of khazad doom you had Phil Gashan, you had Skoomfil. those okay so you had six dungeons. And then you had the Vile Mall, the raid. And then later comes Phillikkul, um, which was the turtle raid. And then you had the scourge of Casa Doom. Um, or was the scourge of La I can't remember. It was, it was the book nine update. But then you had uh, mirror halls. You so saw you had Lumulnar and Nala Doom, two more three mans. You had, I think that's actually where Philicool came in with that too. But then you had Dardan come in there. All that was at level 60. That's a ton of stuff. And then you look at when Mordor came out. You got one three-man, one six-man, one twelve-man. The three-man's farmed at lower levels. The six-man is broken, still to this day. People don't run it because of the amount of time it takes versus what you get payout on it doesn't matter and then the raid is still bugged and exploited so obviously the quality and quantity both have have kind of gone down on that now to be fair i truly enjoyed the pelinor stuff pelinor stuff was really good uh throne of the dread terror was a fantastic raid very unique mechanics awesome story driven content that was fantastic and a lot of people enjoyed throne of the dread terror um you know the what was it uh, blood of the black serpent keys of harland and silent street you know if you got that kind of caliber stuff every time maybe one more six man and maybe one more three man in there and maybe a lair raid you're solid you're solid in as far as the group content goes um you know but what ends up happening in this game is there's so many updates that offset each other so like this update might be a, a, an instance group or, or an instance heavy um, update and then you might have one that has a little bit more crafting in it and then there's one around pvp and then there's one around this and you just never get the sense of things are all lining up so things are at the same level so you feel like you have to go do this stuff now because it's more relevant than this other piece of content. And I think that's kind of the bad thing about the, the development cycle right now is that when Mines came out, you just got this big dump of content. And it was nice because people didn't burn through it. And I, I here's here's what's going to happen come update 23. All these people are going to have rested xp they're going to have xp uh their store-bought enhanced xp supplies and they're going to have either their 100 or 200 percent xp boost tomes sitting in their inventory and as soon as that goes live they're going to fire up the warg pens go do that level up to 120 five levels won't take them but a half an hour maybe and that's that so many people skip the content get to end, end level, and then complain about having nothing to do. When in reality, there's plenty of stuff to do it's just she don't want to do it. That's the point where you have to question why are you playing the game? If your goal in the game is just to be at max level and... what? You're going to do the raid and then be locked out for a week? There's a lot more to it than that, and I think a lot of players do enjoy all those things but the vocal ones are the ones who don't and probably need to find a different game um but yeah that's that's kind of where lotro is for me right now um like i said it it's still a game i really enjoy playing um the problem for me too is that the vast majority of people i do play with are not playing that game anymore and that makes it hard for me as a player to enjoy it because the social element of that game has always been what was so awesome i think you know i met a lot of my my great friends in this game and some of them i still play with to this day and you know some of them are playing star wars some are playing uh shooters and some just don't play anything anymore um some are playing Elder Scrolls Online. Some are playing Guild Wars. You know, like, and and that's I think the unfortunate piece is that so many people can't play this game because they lost all the other people that they played with, and they don't want to go out and necessarily meet new people and start that whole relationship building process and trust building process for raiding and PvP and all that stuff. Um my hope for it would be and a lot of this is just I realistically understand it. it's not going anywhere. Loot boxes, get armor and gear out of it, just period. End of story. Make it cosmetics, the the potions, the scrolls and stuff like that. That's fine. Um I think also it, it really I'll argue this till I'm blue in the face you need to go either way with PvP in this game you either need to get rid of it altogether and cut your losses so you can strictly just focus on the PvE storytelling of this game or you deliver a product that people can get behind and play and feel some level of satisfaction that is balanced and I know that's the that is the crux of a word right there um balance how do you balance something well pvp in that game will never be balanced because the um and i know nothing will ever be balanced but as as far as it can be but i think if you strip out all the stuff like legendaries and uh essences and all that stuff And just go, go back to a strict itemized table for those guys. And by the way, when I, when I brought this up, when I visited the team, this was pretty much a hard no, (laughs) but, uh, I think PVP for me has always been simple. You just have gear or not. I mean, like, but it needs to be the same on both sides, that's how you make it competitive. So in my opinion with this game is if, if we don't have a development team that wants to invest the time into PvP and make it something great, make it something simple. Something that is accessible by a vast majority of the population that can just hop in and you are better or worse than the other player and that's why you win or lose. Pure and simple combat. That's what I like. Other games that have the time and the resources to do other things than that all the power to them. All the power to them. But those are the, the couple big things as far as Lord of the Rings Online that I think, if we're changed, would probably be for the better. Uh, I think they're going down some roads that aren't going to be particularly strong for them in the future. But hey, prove me wrong. Um, so again, that's kind of where I'm at with Lord of the Rings Online. Still love the game as a whole. There's just some choices and things that I don't agree with. And that's okay. Uh, But moving on to World of Warcraft. I'm having a lot of fun playing World of Warcraft right now. Battle for Azeroth, this came out last week. And um, it was good. The stories are good. The narration is good. The cutscenes are good. Um, I feel the uniqueness of uh, both sides. I've played through a good chunk of the story on both Horde and Alliance and the i I did move everything over to horde so i'm not going to experience the rest of the alliance stuff at least for a while but um no i think the way things are going right now that i always have a clear objective of what i want to accomplish um the right now i have the death knight is uh item level 305 i think right now so he's just getting started into heroics um, and the paladin is just shy of 300. So he, he needs a couple pieces of gear before he can start getting into heroics. And while the raid comes out and mythic pluses come out, I think it said like September 4th or 5th. So I still have, you know, two weeks or so to really get those guys into a good spot. The thing I'm liking about it right now is the amount of people I have to play with that are in my circle of friends. That's been the most enjoyable part. And I think it doesn't matter if we were playing Minesweeper as a group or having a good time. People are what make an MMO an MMO. Otherwise, it's just an RPG. And that's what I've been really enjoying is because at any point in time, there's different people out of my group of friends. It's not people and people I know personally in real life. And then when I go to work the next day, I can talk to him about it and stuff like that. That social part of it has been missing for me for many years. So I'm excited to get back into all of that. Get back into running lots of different dungeons and gearing up some tunes and doing, you know, Battlegrounds and Arena and some of the new stuff that's out there. I think that's that's really cool all right so what we're gonna do now is uh i'm basically gonna wrap this whole thing up and because i kind of want to see how everything does and, and see where my thought process goes with all of this before i start really diving into too many specific topics so um I want to thank you guys all for listening here and i know this is kind of an abrupt stop but again first time on this on this show i want to keep it a little bit shorter until i can kind of expand things out and really kind of flesh out ideas and everything like that so um i definitely want to thank you guys for listening and certainly leave me any feedback that you want to and i hope to see you on a very soon next episode but we'll see how that goes again thanks for listening and i'll see you next time